<laughs> I'm ready. Here we are. Dad without a dad production. What about a talk show host? <laughs> talk show host, that's good. <laughs> I think I'd be good at that. I talk to people all the time. Someone even told me once they thought I'd be a good talk show host. Really? Yeah, a couple of people. <laughs> How do you get that, though? Where do you start? Well, that's where it gets tricky. You can't just walk into a building and say, I want to be a talk show host. I wouldn't think so. Hey everybody, and welcome to Morning Jose. That is Morning Jose. I hope you guys are ready because I have somebody very special here with me today. He went to play golf this morning. Or, yeah, it was this morning. We were supposed to record yesterday and he's like, Yo, son, need to go play golf. And I'm like, aren't you supposed to be doing like social distancing and stuff like that somehow he decided to go play golf so we'll hear all about that but don't forget to follow me on instagram that is at mr jose de la roca and go check out my youtube channel where you can subscribe give me those subscribers so calling ye the man the one you know, and only social distancing is easiest when playing golf i just want to tell you that so but open so much room and you can wear a mask still. Perfect. They also have these really cool contraptions where basically you don't have to reach in and grab your ball after you put it in, in the hole. It, it was like a lifting thing. And all you have to do is you take your club and you lift it up and out pops the ball. I'm telling you, socially distanced golf. Very safe. It's a good way to get out get some vitamin C. Vitamin D. Yeah, I was going to say it's vitamin, vitamin D. It's from orange juice. I have gotten a lot of vitamin D throughout my life, so I don't think I need any more. And uh, you're such a nicey goody pants because you didn't see the humor of a couple of phrases you were saying there. So I would just throw it out I, there. I probably said something. Yeah, there is a ball in there. Yeah. I'm no, you said uh, contraption. You said balls. And you said lifting, so there were a bunch of things <laughs> there. We we're it's, trying. It's, we're recording this past ten o'clock, safe harbor. Did you? Um, because you're safe a radio harbor. guy. Did you know? Yes. How long have you been listening to radio? All your life, right? Yeah, but, I mean, since I could hear. But so did like you? Zero. Did you like listen to like pop radio, or like did you like uh? Like, always listen to AM? Mostly AM. I mean, I, so, grew up. I grew up on talk and sports. That was what I grew up on. But I also listened to, you know, like, not so much top 40 type stuff because I wasn't really into that. But, you know, uh, K-Earth 101. K-Earth 101, Los Angeles. Playing oldies, not anymore. We're playing '90s music. Yeah, that's. I used to look. I used to love K101. They play the '60s, the '70s. Ooh, they don't do that anymore, though. Well, what I was trying to get is like, um, so do you remember how back in the days they used to not play the 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 naughty 
songs before 10 p.m. Because right now you were talking about how we were talking about balls and lifting and something other other stuff. And you were like, hmm, it's past 10. Which is interesting because if you're a radio buff and, and if you remember, you were not allowed to play the naughty songs during normal hours. So you could only play like the naughty songs after 10 p.m. And the reason like, I... Uh, genuine, you couldn't play that. So the reason I know that is because remember the song that uh, T-Pain had, uh, I'm in love with the stripper? I'm in love with the stripper. So before 10 p.m., they used to play the clean song, which it was, I'm in love with the dancer. No, really? I'm not kidding you. It's like I remember Kiss FM will play... They couldn't play the the stripper song, so they would play "I'm in There's love with actual... the dancer." And I'm, did they have that? Like, is that? Can you listen to that on Spotify? Or I'm gonna have to go listen to that. I guess That's you awesome. could, but it's one of those things that I still remember how they were super strict. And I think is one of the you know one of the reasons why nobody listens to radio anymore because you know freedom of speech is not there, right? They the FCC like shuts everybody up but i remember God, like i remember listening to like the real song and then listening to like kiss fm and playing i'm in love with the stripper and then i found out that you could only say like um stripper after 10 p.m <laughs> which is like the stupidest things to do because stripper and dancer you know i mean of course it's, it's not it's, the same thing waited there out, out of all the bad words i wouldn't say stripper is like the worst word that you could say there's there's other words that you could say that would be a lot worse i didn't i did not know that that's crazy and to make it even more dumb is that uh do you remember the, uh pitbull's first big hit the culo dance the culo song uh can you can you sing it for me uh, <laughs> to refresh my memory <laughs> let me type something <laughs> If you guys are uh, audio nuts, you're going to hear me type something that I usually this don't do. Hard. We were trying you... to go live on YouTube, uh, but for some reason, my Gmail wasn't working. Did and you fun... forget your password? No, the... I do that all the time. Really? Are you one of those? Yeah. Well, for people that are watching YouTube, because I think we're live now, finally. Uh, there's somebody watching, so if whoever's watching, can you guys tell me if you guys could listen to Colin? That would be nice because <gasps> we're trying to do something uh, unique at the this moment. So we're on YouTube Live and we're recording a podcast. So I, I couldn't get you, um, Colin to be on YouTube because I need a different software. And then I couldn't connect on my, on my YouTube um, thing it's because you. it was... I- I'm watching now. I am the second <laughs> You're watching yourself? User. No, all I see is you. But I wonder if you could... You he- and uh, the really cool headphones that you have and that great, awesome beard. Gray. And your uh, Ninja Turtle piggy bank, which I don't know where you got that, but that's awesome. What do you mean great beard? It's black, sir. Great. Great beard. Oh, okay. Not gray. So whoever is number two, can you guys let us know if you could hear Colin, please? To make sure that this thing at least is working audio-wise. Anyways, um, (laughs) so yeah, so 
imagine like living in a world that you couldn't listen to the dirty songs until after 10 p.m. Uh, and then the you know, um the pitbull song was like da 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 culo. Remember that one? I probably probably do. Okay, so that one came out, probably and then of course, like you know, America didn't know. I don't know, a long time ago, but it was the same time as like I'm in love with the stripper, and they couldn't play on the radio until after 10 p.m. Before 10 p.m., people will you know play I'm in love with the dancer, and uh, <laughs> so but they will play the the pitbull song over and over and over again, and then it came with the word culo, which is a slang for ass. And it was funny for me that they would not play I'm in love with a stripper, but will, they would play the Kudo song over and over and over again. Ooh, ooh. And I think they and caught they up. I think there are a they, lot of Spanish-speaking people here and I in, think the, in they, the Southland. They know. They caught up to um to the world, the word. And after that, it was like instead of saying Kudo, they would just go. Sh- sh- okay. Still a little, little bit of an in, insinu, insinuation there that, you know, you're doing dirty things. You're looking at something that you're not supposed to be looking at. Okay, so you so went that to... to me, that's almost on par with the stripper dancer thing. So you went to play golf. Tell us all about playing golf in this era. And I know you play golf, and it was funny because I was thinking that, uh, you know, next year... We should be playing golf now that you're here. We should go and play golf more often just to go out there yes. and play. Because I know you're a golfer. Arcadia. Um, and then you're only like 24, 26? How old are you? 26. There you go. But you play oh, with man. older people all the time, meaning you play basketball with older people. You're an old man inside, even though you're young. Uh, so who do you go play well, golf with? See, the golf guys, they are guys my age. So there I stay with the same, you know, 26, 25-year-old guys. And it's a group, you know, that I I went to uh, – two of them I went to college with, at least the group today. Two of them I went to college with. The other one uh, we met about five years ago, and we all go to the same church. And so, yeah, it's awesome. You know, we, we bond by going out and golfing. And it's just a cool time now. Again, social distance golfing. We were wearing masks when we went up to 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 go and pay for our golf round, and everyone was being very safe, socially distanced, and uh, yeah. Then we got out there, and it was just nice to be outside in an open area, open space with so much room for just a little while. And four-hour golf round, really fun. Wait, so when did they open the golf course? Like a couple of weeks ago and then you just decided let's go? Yeah, my buddies like have gone a couple times already and I haven't gone at all. But they're like, yo, you want to come? I'm like, yeah, like I'd be down. So how I does that work? Them. Like you put in the mask and then it, you have to like leave the mask on? Once you get out, you don't have to, you know, wear the mask as long as the people with you which we all played together are okay with you having the mask off but you you know when you're around people like when you're at the the tea box or you are with with other people around or you know you're at the place where you have to pay or you know you want to eat something obviously you have to wear a mask 
Oh, okay. So it's one of those things that it's just something you're doing. Because I had this discussion with uh, somebody because we are trying to get masks for my son. And then um, I feel that we are at a point where, like, everybody's going to get sick because it's one of those things that unless there's a vaccine, we're still going to have it, still going to be going around and blah, blah, blah. So I think, unfortunately, it's going to be up to the immune system of everybody until a vaccine comes by because we're all going to get it. I feel like we're all going to kind of have it or be there at least. Uh, the reason why I stayed indoors and everything is because I felt that the country wasn't ready yet and that's what it became a, a pandemic and all these things. So I feel like now hopefully the country uh, as a whole is ready and you know, more ready to deal with it. Flatten the curve. Well, I think it's, you know... Slightly. uh, We flatten the curve, but I feel that it's going to still stay there, you know, because, you know, now everybody is reopening, and I feel that the virus didn't go away, still there. It's still going to be another wave or whatever you want to call it. But I feel that it's going to... Because it's kind of always going to be there now. Like, it's it's a part of our world right it once it gets loose you know there's no getting rid of it completely and you're right we need a vaccine so i feel that the reason why we are wearing masks is not to protect us but to protect others so i feel like the the thing about the mask is not for us it's for others so for example like I've been saying it for years, like people will get mad at me or they will think I was better than peop- other people. But I will get mad when people didn't cover their mouths, you know, when they cough or when they sneeze. It's not like, you know, now if I say something, people will be like, OK, I'm sorry. Or they will know why I'm saying it. Right. But like five months ago, I'll be like, "Ooh, you think you're the best or like I'll be like, no, man, just cover your fucking mouth like Believe it or not, I mean, you're just spreading germs. Like, you coughing on the air is just giving me whatever you have, which is not fair. I never care about myself, right? It's more about my son. But now I feel that it's more important to wear a mask just to protect others, to have those people who never cover the mouth. And you know who you are, you know. And we worked without saying his name. We work with somebody that will be coughing all the time. If you remember him, remember him? <laughs> I do. And that fool will be, you know, coughing all the time, playing on his phone. And I will always be like, cover your mouth. He will be coughing on his mouth uh, and then touching everybody. He will be one of those touchy feely guys. And I always felt like, ugh. And now, you know, everybody knows that that's not acceptable. But before I was like the weird fucking guy. Right. But now everybody's going to be... So I feel that wearing the mask is all about protecting the others, which is right, right? Uh, no, I completely agree with you because you, you want, you know, you don't want to be carrying this and, and not knowing it and pass it on and then help spread this, this virus. Also, um, I think we're just going to change the way we look at things in terms of people working while they're sick, right? Because... There are a lot of times where people come to work, they have a fever, they're hacking away, like you said, and that was socially acceptable. If anything, it was almost looked at like, wow, this guy's great, you know, 
he's he's working through this cold. Let me just tell you this: a, a month, maybe yeah, about a month before this whole pandemic broke out, I was sick. I had a fever. I didn't feel good. I actually called in and said, "I can't make it. I don't feel good." The company that I work for says, "Hey, we're sorry." There's no one else who can cover for you today. You have to be here. That, I mean, that's something that I'm sure happened a lot, right? Like, it happens a lot. Obviously, now, that's not going to happen, right? <laughs> because we're, we we understand, yeah, if someone comes in sick, obviously, they're going to spread their germs, even if they try to, to not, you know, you can tr- be sick and wear a mask and do as much you know, put hand sanitizer on. You can do as much to try and mitigate spreading the sickness. But if you accidentally touch something and then someone touches that, it's just going to continue to spread. So I think that's a big thing too. If you're sick, please don't come to work. And then uh, you and I calling you, we had another person, the one that I was talking about that we know and we work together and he still works at the station we used to work at. Um, we actually knew somebody else, and I don't know if you remember. By the way, shout out to David. If David is still watching, shout out to him. David, let me know David. if you could hear uh, Colin. And it's not the David that you and I know. It's another David that I work at. Oh, Tune in. Okay. So if he's still watching, let me know if still you could hear. Awesome guy. If you could hear Colin. And by the way, the person that I'm going to be talking about, David also knows him. And Colin, you know him too. Uh, he actually worked with all three of us. <laughs> I had to have a talk with the person uh, that I'm talking about uh, at work when everything started to when everything started to come across because he's one of those that he goes to work if he's dying and you know him and if you don't remember him I'll tell you after the show. By the way, the person I'm talking about I, is one of I, the greatest persons ever he's like an amazing right. guy and he's my friend and he will be my friend forever but he's one of those that he i guess he feels the need to be needed and he will go to work no matter what happens and no matter how sick he is so i had to stop him one day and i told him hey mister you know i love you to death but if you come to work sick i'm never going to talk to you again because it came to a point that It was life and death, right? So I was like, hmm. So I had to talk to him. He's like, yeah, yeah, don't worry. Uh, you know, I won't. Because he even knows that he shouldn't be going to work all the time sick. Because, and by the way, he doesn't need to work. Because I know him. And let's just say he really doesn't need to work. Because he is okay. But he was one of those. What can you do? I understand. Like, you want Work is, is therapeutic sometimes, and especially if you love what you do. And, and for many of us in radio, we love it. So, yeah, I understand wanting to come to work and just doing going through your normal routine. But if you're sick, please stay at home. So I, I think you make a great point there. All these different social norms that we kind of accepted, you know, coming in to work sick not wearing masks there's definitely a lot of different countries if you're sick you would wear a mask walking around right 
I know in Japan they do that a lot, and people kind of look at that. It's like, oh, that's kind of weird. But what you know, why are those people wearing masks? But it's because they would be sick, and you know they would want to be conscientious about not spreading that particular sickness to anyone else. Now it's becoming normal for us to wear masks, and I think we're realizing, yeah, we probably have some social norms that were. Uh, not not the best. I mean, shaking hands has always been very important for us. And I, I enjoy a good handshake, too. You know, I think it's a, it's a very nice greeting. But maybe in the future, maybe it's going to be the fist bump, right? Or the elbow touch. Because you don't, you don't know where that guy's hand has been. Or woman. Well, and by the way, where we live, I, I want to say that you and I were used to it, right? Cause, um, and then it's funny because uh, at first... The same, you know, ignorance is just stupidity. So I didn't know, right? You thought they were sick or which could have been true. But then I realized they were doing it for the benefit of me, right? If you think about it, like they were wearing masks because they didn't want to protect. They wanted to protect somebody else, which I... They I, don't want to spread it, right? You don't want to spread your cold to anyone else. So when I learned that, I was like grateful to see people here where we live, which we live in the San Gabriel uh, Valley and there's a lot of Asian people here. So uh, whenever I saw somebody wearing a mask, it was normal for us, right? Like it's okay. And we understood that it was for for us, not for them, right? They were just protecting us. And now with all these norms, you know, and it's going to be funny to see people that, by the way, like in my apartment building, Somebody's sick and they've been coughing. Like you could hear from like wherever they go <coughs> every five seconds. Oh my! Like and I'm just want to say like, dude, fucking cover your mouth and. I mean, uh, does he have a mask on at least? You could hear him from his apartment building, so who knows where he's at? Yeah, that's the thing. If you're sick, please stay home. Don't go out. You know, well, he is someone... home. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, that's good. But have someone. You know, if you can possibly get groceries for you, even if you don't think it's it's what, you know, it's it's the the virus. Even if you don't think it's the virus, please stay at home, get better, quarantine. And by the way, I just want to remind people that if you guys hear Colin, let me know because we still we just started this YouTube live stream, and then I had some technical problems, whether it was my internet or I my. I see you. I know I you see you. But I still don't know if people could hear you. So imagine if they just see this weird upside down chip face and they don't like hear you. That would be weird. So you went to play golf and now we're recording. Uh, was it today that you went to play golf? It was today, this morning. I think I could hear me, by the way, on the live. I just I tested. But yes, it was today. It was this morning. And the reason why, because we were supposed to record yes, yeah, yesterday night. I was like, ah, I should, because I left the house at about six this morning. You know, I wanted to get to, to the golf course early, make sure I was on time. So yeah, I left the house around six, got up at five thirty. I'm like, ah, I need to, I need to get my shut eye a little early. And I was gonna go to bed at like ten. That's what I did. So I was like, yeah, let's, let's do it another day. Let's do it another day. So here we are. And you always have done that, right? Where you guys go super early, you get there at what seven? Is that like a a thing to do? I like going super early because one, there's not a lot of people there, and it makes 
your round go a lot faster because there's no one in front of you. Maybe there is. Sometimes there's people in front of you. But for the most part, you go early, you get your round in, then you have the rest of the day. I mean, we were done at like 11, 11.30. It took us four hours. We probably could have been a little bit faster, but yeah, for the most part, I think it was a good round, four four hour round. Then we grabbed uh, some lunch, social distance lunch. Then went out, went home, went on our way. Have you ever wondered how can you start a podcast? Well, I have been in the streaming and radio broadcast industry for about fifteen years, and I share with you all my secrets in my brand new book. My book is called Start Podcasting: The Secrets of a Radio Broadcast Engineer, and it's only two ninety nine. It's available on Amazon, Kindle, iBooks, or on my website, josedelarroca.com. For only two ninety nine, you will learn all my secrets about podcasting, from starting a podcast, my home studios, and even marketing. I recorded this commercial in my home studio, and you can learn what I use in my brand new book, only two ninety nine. So go get a copy of my brand new book, Start Podcasting: The Secrets of a Radio Broadcast Engineer, only two ninety nine, available on Amazon, iBooks, Kindle, and much, much more. Start podcasting: The Secrets of a Radio Engineer, only two ninety nine, available on Amazon, iBooks, or on my website, JoseDeLaRoca.com. Why well, it takes That's me four hours? No wonder people Charles? like to drink there. It's like imagine you get wasted four hours. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, you know, we're not the fastest golfers because we're all not the best. But I think four hours, it, it's a solid round. So the do your friends moment. drink? Uh, yes, yes. But not on the golf course. We don't drink. We? And neither do I. Yeah, you don't drink I at mean, all. I don't, I don't really drink at all. Wait, so, a couple of drinks. so they don't drink like at six in the morning? Why not? Dude, that's early, man. You can start when you start. It's 12 o'clock somewhere. <laughs> Midnight golf sounds a lot better. <laughs> 8 eight p.m. golf. 5 o'clock in the afternoon. It's 5 o'clock somewhere. Go and golf and uh, have your drinks. I like that. All right, let me ask you. So what was your score? Oh, it was bad today. It was bad uh the first nine i was just all over the place i mean it was ugly and it's because i haven't played in a while the second half second nine i actually found my shot still i mean still i'm a horrible golfer but i've cut probably like 15 strokes off from that first nine to the second nine and it was just because i found my shot the first, like, nine, I, I couldn't get the ball in the air. I mean, I was just grounding it. It was going left. It was going right. Finally, I kind of hit my stride a little. And it's still bad, but I hit my stride a little. I would say, like, 10, 11, around, around the 10th or 11th hole is kind of when I found it. And then it was like, well, at least you're hitting things straight. And, oh, who is that? Hitting oh, keep going. And, keep going. Don't get distracted and, by uh, the YouTube stuff. What is that? Okay, so I was hitting things straight and uh, <laughs> at least getting some distance on the ball, hitting it in the air. But I need a lot of work. I need a lot of work. Is that El Piolin? 
No, that's Freddie Mercury. Okay. Gotcha. Don't get distracted, man. That is Wait, awesome. so so what did you hit then? Um, the first nine I hit a sixty-seven. Holy which is horrible! Crap. Sixty. Yes. Even I know that's bad. And the second part of the nine, I think I hit a fifty-five. Usually that's where I I'm right around there, like fifty-five, fifties, like low fifties. So I usually hit a one for it all, like a one sub one ten, which is still really bad. But today it was a lot worse. It was a lot higher than 110. It was like 120. So it was not good. <laughs> Are you distracted by R2D2 now? Oh, if anybody wants to watch our, our YouTube stream next time, you guys could go to Jose de la Roca on YouTube uh, and then you'll see uh, my weird upside down chia pet face and then just subscribe and then we'll let you know when you could see this weird toys of my son getting. Colin distracted on his stories. All right, so we were going. Speaking of R two D two, yeah. Favorite Star Wars movie. Let's just shoot that out really quick. Favorite Star Wars movie of all time. Yeah, of all time. Uh, well, I don't have the names uh, on the top you don't of have my to worry tongue. About the name, like, is it the first one? Is it the fifth so one? So I want to say that I like uh, number one first. Uh, which is number six, right? One, two, three. Number four. Number four. Number, number four. four. Yeah. Uh, that's, and, that's my one, too, by the way. And after that, uh, you'll be surprised. And then are we talking about just Star Wars or Star Wars? Do you know what I mean? What do you mean, just Star Wars or Star Wars? <laughs> What's okay, the difference? Okay, so uh, uh, Rogue One, that's Star Wars. I... I, I yeah, no, but all is it? all of the Star Wars. I loved Rogue One. Rogue One was really good. Yeah, all the Star Wars movies. All right, so I got you. There you go. So, I will say number four is my top. Then I will go with Rogue One. Then okay. I'll go back to. Uh, it might surprise you, but uh, number one will be my number three. And the only reason I know, uh, you know, the only reason I like that one so much is because of the race scene. The race? Dude, the race pod. Okay. The race pods, so cool. I don't even know. That some Star Wars fan is going to be like, that's not what you call them. Whatever, the pod racing scene, that was so awesome. And then people. Whatever you want to say, you know, people are going to hate on the movie, Jar Jar Binks, da 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 da. Pod racing was. I don't care. I don't care. It was, it was amazing. And that's why My I got to number three. Uh, number six. Uh, after that. Uh, and then um, I really don't care about. Well, cause you see, number two, it was Just you don't know. Care about the rest of them. Number two was very complicated. He's like becoming, and then it's you know, you know him. I don't like the actor. Sorry. Whatever his name is, Anakin. Anakin. Uh, oh, uh, you know. I did not like him either. Uh, and not he's a nice all. guy, by the way, and he's very funny, but he was just not for the part. So after that, I had to go with six, seven. Uh, my least favorite favorite one is the last one. Dude, the last one was bad. It was really bad. I didn't, I didn't, it, I didn't get it. Almost unwatchable. 
Well, I didn't get it. I didn't. I didn't understood how it became like a horror st story. Vampire was just the evil dude, and all of a sudden you see all these evil-looking souls, and then you find out, spoiler alert, that the main character is his granddaughter. Very convoluted plot, and yeah, I, I just didn't like it at all, either. I'm with you there. It felt like a horror story. It's like this guy's in a machine, and then it became like aliens, and I was like, What? Like, I don't get it. I didn't get it at all. And for it to finish like that, I was like, uh, okay. You have to stick the landing. That's the thing, right? You have the last whatever has to be the best. And for, for whatever reason, sometimes that's not the case. Everyone, I, I'm not a Game of Thrones person, but everyone says Game of Thrones. I don't know if you are, but the end of Game of Thrones wasn't good. If you don't stick the landing, people are going to be mad. And I think that's a big reason why the the Star Wars fans were, were not happy as well. What is that? Is that an X-Wing? Oh, that's... Yeah. yeah. Do you want to know my top three? Yes. Four is number one. Uh-huh. Five is number two. Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. And I would say uh, Rogue One, number three. I like I like six too. Six is because six is a happy ending. Number five, I didn't I didn't believe the snow. Even you didn't though think not there could be a planet full of snow. Uh, uh, so have you seen that documentary on uh, Disney Plus about how the movies were made and how they almost were not made and stuff like that? No. There's a big documentary on Disney Star Plus Wars. about um, George Lucas' journey and how he almost didn't make it and how the movies came along. So they go and explain how they make the first three really into detail, right? And number two, they explain how hard it was to make it because they actually went to, I forgot what country, and the snowstorms were like so bad that they couldn't like film at all like they were trapped in a hotel for like two weeks they couldn't do anything and things like that right so the snow was so bad now every time i see it i don't believe it i just it looks so not believable and that's why i don't like oh the snow is fake the, the no the, the whole snow scene so you like you it doesn't look like they were actually on location it's, it's just everything it looks i don't know it's because my eyes are already trained to be so good but looking back I'm gonna watch it again and then i'll, I'll get back to trying that. to see that uh whatever that animal is being ripped apart for him to get in there so he could be warm and you know <laughs> trying to shoot every <laughs> time they're like trying to shoot nasty. those like big doggies or whatever you call them it was it just looks very Fake. At least the chase scene in number um, one, two, uh, number six. At least the chase scene in the woods, even though it looks super Ooh, fake too. Was good. It, was has, good. it has some action, you know. Yeah, those dude, those stormtroopers stood no chance. Like once they hit a tree, it was a. And how can you get mad at, at people that look like me, the Ewoks? I mean. 
Ewoks, honestly, a lot of people hated them. Really? And I don't know why. That's, I've heard that because they thought, oh, you know, this was Disney stepping in and making like these cute little animals to try and sell toys. Probably pretty true. But I was personally a fan of the Ewoks. And hey, although they were supposed to be cute and cuddly, there was also some sadness there because not all of them survived <laughs> the stormtroopers just going through. Right? I mean, there were some sad, sad moments there where it's just like, dude, this Ewok is just dead. And his other Ewok friends are there just trying to, to resuscitate him, and he's gone. So it wasn't all smiley faces and warm hugs. No, there was there was some sadness in, in 6. I like 6 a lot, too. Especially, like, the the opening sequence to me in 6 is so cool. When Luke comes in and he's finally a Jedi Knight and he just pulls it off, in, you know, in, in Jabba the Hutt's lair, does a bunch of cool things. Now, if you're a true fan and you've been watching it for a long, long time, uh, there's a little thing that you need to go and look at your collection and go back. So, number four, five, six comes out, right? Then number four comes out first, number five, and number six, right? So when number six finishes is the end of Star Wars as we knew it before seven, eight, and nine came out. Uh, so if you go and watch the original number six, uh, no spoilers here, but number six, um, Darth Vader dies and he goes to Jedi he heaven, right? And there's a scene at the end where you see Obi-Wan Kenobi, uh, Yoda, and then you see Darth Vader, right? And then it's funny because... And they're playing when, some good Ewok music, too. Yeah, and then you see the original, the OG gangsta, uh, Darth Vader, who they show who he was, right? In that scene. Now, let's go forward in time, and they make number one, two, and three with the actor who plays, you know, Darth Vader, Anakin, whatever you want to call it. So after that happened, they had to go and edit that scene in number six when everybody comes back to Jedi heaven or whatever. And you see Obi-Wan, you see Yoda and you see uh, Anakin. So they had to edit. Yeah, they had to edit and put the actor who played that. Years later, on number six, <laughs> they had to go and edit that one. So if, if that's you... my biggest problem with Star Wars, though, is they edited way too many things. Like George Lucas added all these different things, like that, where it's it's the young Anakin, and then he, you know, added CGI'd animals into the, you know, the four, five, and six. And it mess. looks weird. It looks really weird. It everything looks out of place. Can we just have the originals back? We just want the originals. It's okay. We still like, you know, save it. And, you know, we we like all the 80s movies just the way they are. Yeah. You know, I still, CGI was not as advanced back then. That doesn't matter. I still it like Grease. Awesome. I still like... Uh, still? Uh, sorry, dancing, everything. Uh-oh. Uh... -oh. uh. Uh-oh. I wonder who number two is. I wonder who's watching. I still don't... Nobody has answered my question whether they could hear you. And thanks for watching, by the way. I did. I answered. 
I answered it because I took some time, started watching for a little, and I could hear myself. So we're good. We're good on that front. I, think, I believe. I think it's my girlfriend watching, and she doesn't know how to type <laughs> on the comments. Uh, there you go. Hi, girlfriend. So your girlfriend and your friend David. I don't know if David's still watching, but anyways, if anybody wants to watch next time two we do this. Watching. Who else is watching? I'm not watching anymore. It's two people watching. I think it's uh my good friend Mikey. What's up, Mikey? I know you're watching. Uh and it's probably my girlfriend. I, if not, there's probably your parents. <laughs> oh, you right now they're they're asleep. They're probably wanna see who you're talking to at ten thirty. Who's this guy? No, they know you. Yeah. Your parents are the best. He's a good guy. All right, so after 52 minutes, let's get into our topic. <laughs> That's what happens when you don't have a concrete plan. Like, uh, yeah, let's just let's start talking about Star Wars. That's my fault. I took you off on the tangent. Well, you did we two different so ones. Strong. I think you were talking we about were golf. Going so strong. And then. Uh, this okay. this is gonna turn into a movie review because last one we did uh toys uh Pixar. You're right. Gosh dang it, we always go back to movies. I love movies. like movies are so much fun. Well I guess Especially this, during the quarantine. I guess our topic could have been like movie related. So um when I was trying to fix Google and it took me a while just to fix I it has to be something with my computer being slow. Because for example right now I see myself being a little bit frozen it takes i'm like a half a second behind so that bothers me so what's a youtube anyways um lag i'm lagging it lagging it lagging it um so i told colin i'm like we should talk about sports since you're a sports guy and we should talk about sports i guess legends or sports somebody that you look up to uh, and I asked and Colin. And we came to this realization because we were talking about the last dance. Yeah. So, for example, uh, I talked to Colin, and Colin's like, "We don't know if sports are coming back. They're talking about the NFL's coming back. Uh, I hear the NBA is also trying to come back. They're trying to start in uh, Orlando, right? Orlando Disney, and they're trying to start. Yeah, they're going to Disney World. Mickey Mouse is going to be playing with LeBron James and Pluto and Goofy and Kawhi. It's going to be amazing. <laughs> no, I, I think sports, it's all going to come back eventually. And you're right, basketball probably, my estimation, this is just from reading articles from those those insiders like Adrian Warge. Narowski and Shams. I, I'm looking at uh, July. So you think July, July looks like? Yeah, I think July is a realistic end of July, very realistic timeline, especially if it's all in one contained area, like Disney World, which is really cool. Don't you think that'd be awesome? To okay, be now let me ask you this: How does that going to work? You start where you left off, and it just since you've been resting for three months you just start again we'll see that's where it might be a little longer because the nba has said they're going to need at least three to four weeks to get these guys back in shape basketball shape they've still been doing things at home but i think you need some time you need some time to uh you need some time to get back into shape so um yeah, I think three to four weeks. So say they say, okay, we're 
raring and ready to go in Jul- in June, like the start of June, to get training camp back. Maybe maybe a little later, mid June. That means you give them a month, so then you're ready to to play the games mid July. But do you cut the season, or do you start where you left off? I think they're gonna cut it and just go to the playoffs. Personal. So like three weeks of training Personal. and then go to the playoffs wherever you guys left off. Yeah, just like say, hey, we have you know, if you were one through eight, we'll take you, and we'll have regular playoffs like we would have. There just isn't. I mean, maybe they do regular season games. I don't think so. Or they say we'll use those regular season games to get back into shape. I don't know. I, I don't know if you can really do that though. I think they're going straight to the playoffs. So First, does that mean like the the MLB also says, all right, we're just going to play three months and then go to the playoffs? Yeah, I think Major League Baseball, and they need to figure this out because they're also having. I mean, there's a lot to talk about, especially money wise, because they're going to lose so much money. But I, baseball is going to start in my estimation, hopefully somewhere in July and play 82 games. I think that's where they're leaning towards playing half the season and going straight to the playoffs. It's it, they're going to lose a lot of money, but you have to at least get the season on somehow. And an 82 game season is still, it's something, right? But I think the, if you think about it about, because the virus is all about people, right? So if you think about it, MLB is the one that will be affected the most, I guess, because it's the one that holds the most people the most. For example, there's one yeah. game uh, for football in a week, right? There's seven games of baseball and fits 45,000 people every game. So I think the, the MLB will be the most affected where like, they're going to tell them, okay, you want to start, but you could only fit 5,000 people. Right. So I think all the leagues initially are not going to have fans. And you hit it right on the nose. That's what they're worried about, not having fans. I think I read somewhere or saw a statistic somewhere. Don't quote me on this. <laughs> but 60% of Major League Baseball's revenue comes from fans 60% I think basketball was around 40 and the NFL only 15 because like you said one game right one game only 16 games and they have the big TV contracts so you look at who's going to be affected the most it's baseball 60% that's insane well imagine they are in trouble Imagine the Dodgers, that they fit, you know, 60,000 people every fucking day. Yeah, uh, you're losing all the the ticket sales, the beer sales, the hot dog sales, the memorabilia sales, right? You go and buy your jersey. It's a lot. I, I saw another statistic. I think Major League Baseball, when you cut the season in half for each game, they would lose $640,000. I mean, but they could afford it. I don't, I mean, I'm not feeling sorry for them. Let's just say that. (laughs) Yeah. 
have to I but you have to look at it it's not only the players that get affected, but it's the people who work for their organizations. And not only the people who work for the organizations, but the people who work at the stadiums, right? The concession stand people. Um, there's a lot of people that are going to be affected. It's not just the million-dollar player players, right? The guys who make millions and millions of dollars. They can afford to have their pay cut, right? But there, I think there's also a lot of people the working class guy who's out there selling hot dogs or he works as a part of the team and he has, you know, bills to pay that it's going to affect them. Yeah. It's just weird. And it's, it's not funny, but the NFL is like, has a pack with the devil, right? <laughs> it's like, I mean, we, it's, we got our super bowl. Now you, Everybody could get sick. We don't care. All right. Let's just get better before September, and then we'll start. And our season will be as normal. <laughs> Did They seem like they're the one sport that wasn't affected, right? They had a pack with the devil or something. I don't know. They literally slipped their their biggest game, the Super Bowl, in right before this all hit. Right before. And who would have thought that Brady will be playing with none other but Tampa Bay Buccaneers? You didn't didn't see that coming? I saw that. No, I did not see that coming at all. I thought Brady, I don't know exactly where I thought he would be going. I don't know. For me, I I always just thought, dude, Brady's going to be a Patriot forever. He's won six Super Bowls with them. I thought he, he and Belichick go together like peanut butter and jelly. I thought he would be like Kobe or like Jordan, stay with the same team forever, man. Right? Stay with the same team, cement your legacy with with the Pats. You look good. All right. So the last but dance. Yeah, well, I mean, for Jordan, because Jordan went. Remember, he came back and went to the Wizards, which was a bad look. And this to me is kind of what I don't count that. Raised. So it's all right. You don't count. You just look at when he was with the Bulls. Yeah, I don't count that. Okay. <laughs> Kobe did, however, stay with the Lakers. Him and Messi forever. will be forever. The GOATs. That, that's right. Legends. Well, Messi's still playing, so who knows, comes. right? You're right. Messi's going to retire and then come back and play for another squad. For Real Madrid. Um, all right, so the last dance, it finished? It's done, yeah. All 10 episodes have aired on ESPN. You did not see any. I, well, <laughs> I can't even listen to a podcast anymore because I'm a dad. And... Wait a minute. How do you not listen to podcasts, yet you're a podcast maker? Well, because, uh, let's see, I wake up, I go to work in my living room, and then my son wakes up, and it's all about him after that so most of the podcasts that i listen to will not fit his education or his upbringings and uh most of the tv i don't watch tv and then i'm working so basically um we have watched he and i and my girlfriend because she likes jordan too who doesn't like jordan by the way and i'm pretty sure there's a couple of people out there but you know it's just like trump supporters there's always gonna be the haters who cares um 
we have watched, I want to say, four episodes. So we watched the first one, then Scotty Peepin one, then uh, Dennis Rodman, then uh, uh, Coach, then the we just finished the um, the USA, the Olympics. And then we are on, I guess, after the Olympics. The fifth, the fifth, fifth episode. I think we're on that one. But yeah, okay. what I, I mean, it's it's incredible to, you know, it, it it inspires you, right? I mean, he is another LeBron James. Although I I always say that I respect LeBron James more as a person than as a player. I think I respect Jordan, like overall. I mean, this guy, like you know, he. He said it right where he said, look, I'm going to produce in the court. I'm going to be the best at it on the court. Uh, you know, I don't have major scandals. And if you still don't think I'm the best to follow, well, just go follow somebody else. And with me, I mean, that's okay with me. What's up, guys? Jose de la Roca here. And I'm happy to announce that I have partnered up with Live Bearded to share with you all the amazing products that make my beard feel and look this good. So go check them out online at livebearded.com and use my promo code de la roca to get 10% off your order. Go check those guys out because they're amazing bearded guys just like I am and they only have one mission for the beer men to look, feel and be their best. So go check them out online at livebearded.com and use my promo code De La Roca to get 10% off your order. That is De La Roca. D-E-L-A-R-O-C-A. He never apologized for what he was. Uber competitive. You saw, like, you you see in the documentary, he's trying to win at everything. It doesn't matter if it's tic-tac-toe or game seven of the NBA Finals. Dude's trying to win at all costs. And... I understand it. I like I, I get I get it, but I also I don't know if any of us have that DNA. You know, there are some I think Kobe had that DNA to where you just winning is on your mind twenty four seven. And as much as I like to win, those guys are cut from a different cloth because they gave everything to to winning. And I think uh people don't realize how much you have to give to to become that successful in your field and obviously MJ Kobe those guys you know these guys are at the top echelon of, of their field so yeah it was a like you said inspirational documentary you get to see um just what he had to do the work that he had to put in to become great you know, I, I do think, however, there are parts of the d- documentary where I'm sure we didn't get the full story, right? I mean, there's probably parts that they held back. And I understand, like, it's it's a, it was made by Jordan and, you know, he wants to I – don't, I don't say protect his image because there was things that came out where it's like, oh, Jordan doesn't look the best there. But I'm sure there might have been other things where Jordan wouldn't look as good. And they said, oh, maybe we'll leave that out. 
but overall, I I enjoyed the entire document. You're you're gonna have to finish those other six episodes. Man, if he wanted to protect his image, he sh- he should have like lost some weight before he starts. <laughs> it's like, I mean, he's an athlete and he's probably the best athlete ever. But it's weird to see him now, and then five seconds later, you see him when he was at the top, and then five seconds back then you see him again it's like one of those things that damn man it's like and then you see scotty peeping he looks the same scotty looks good yeah a lot of i mean a, a lot of the guys look pretty pretty similar like steve kerr looks like he still keeps in good shape but mj definitely let himself go just a little bit a little you, bit you know you see the whiskey to no, his left, the cigar to his right. So he enjoys his life. He should. I mean, and you know, we're being we're judging here, and you know, I gotta tell you that he is one of my all-time heroes. Not because of, not only because of what he did, but what he is. You know, like I understand him, man. Like he didn't sign up to be a Barack Obama, and what I mean is like. There's one thing being an athlete, and it's another thing of being a political figure, right? Like, if right. you're a Barack Obama, you had to stand for things. You had to, people are going to look up to you as a role model, right? Uh, Barkley said it a long time ago, man. We're just, you know, athletes. We're not role models. Don't follow what I do, you know? I didn't sign up to be a role model. I think his book is called that, uh, Charles Barkley. And he's right. I mean, Michael Jordan, if you don't see what Michael Jordan did on the court, if you don't see what Kobe Bryant had to go through to be who he was, he even says that there's like, go on YouTube. After you sign up for my channel, go on YouTube and look for all these videos that uh, that Kobe talks about. He literally says, you have to leave everything behind. He says, I didn't talk to family members for years. You know, so when you're on a field, a lot of sacrificing. when you're on the field, like being a basketball player, being a football player, and if you want to be the best of the best, you have to like sacrifice so much. You know, like I heard that LeBron James like takes care of his body so much that it's like two million dollars a year. You know, Tom Brady doesn't eat anything besides like supernatural stuff and keeps fit the same thing with you know probably michael jordan everything if you don't dedicate your life every breath of your life to the sport that you're doing you're never going to be going anywhere right i mean and that's the the incredible thing about somebody like kobe and him that there's only few of them who have that mentality and who really have that mentality right that's why i think lebron james will never have so many championships and he would not, to me as a player, would not be considered as big as, you know. Imagine if he ho- if he would have that drive and being who he is. I think he would have been the best player ever. He's pretty close still, and I, he might not have the drive that Kobe and Michael has, but who did? Who has? Right, Michael I, and I Kobe. Don't know how many people? Right, those two guys. And I'm sure there's a couple other guys who you could put up there. 
but those guys were just so, yeah, so driven, so intense. It doesn't mean that LeBron isn't, right? It just means that they were on another level. And that's what, like, I, you know, that's what I always tell people. Kobe and Jordan are the same, and that's why LeBron and, you know, Magic are the same. There's two different people, and if you want to be an athlete, you have to have that mentality, man. Whether you achieve what they achieved, you have to have that mentality. There's no other way but to have that mentality, you know what I mean? You are at a, at a profession that it requires that mentality, right? If you make silly, stupid videos like I'm doing, you know, you don't have to be that mentality and stuff like that but if you're an athlete you have to have a kobe mentality a jordan mentality right if you want to be the best yeah if you want to win championships if you want to be considered one of the best i think there is sacrificing that needs to be made and you have to ask yourself are you willing to make those sacrifices to gain all of that me personally I don't know if I could do what those guys did. Uh, sacrifice family time. Sacrifice a lot of their social life uh, to be the best. I think it, again, takes a certain type of person to do that and to live, eat, sleep one thing. And that's what they did. That's why they were so great. And so, yeah, it was really cool to see that in the last dance. But hey, remember, LeBron's book, it's not finished. He's still writing. So he wins a couple more championships. Uh, people might start talking about LeBron. Wait, how many he has? Guy. He has three, right? He has three. Yeah, he's not going to win six. Three out of six. He's not going to win six. I don't think so. I, I personally don't think so. Maybe one 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 or two, maybe? You never know. This year? Well, this year you think he could pull it off? He's rested, so. Yeah, that's that should be scary for the rest of the league. He gave this dude a three-month break. I'm telling you, LeBron, that, that guy's on another level, too. I it's, think, it uh, might not be the Michael Jordan or the Kobe level, but he's he's right there. And, you know, that goes to show you, like, for example, like, talent will take you so far, right? Because imagine if, like, Shaq had the same mentality, you know, Jordan and Kobe had. Oh, gosh. <laughs> yeah. No, and Shaq, when he was on, arguably the most dominant player of the century, if not ever, when he was on dude was a wrecking ball and you're right I, I think that's a big reason why and I didn't see this when I was young because I was always a, a big Shaq fan and I like Kobe too but I you know I was upset that they split and I think the big reason why it, it was just Shaq's work ethic right Kobe wanted a little bit more from him and he saw the talent that he had and it probably drove him nuts that Shaq wasn't using all the God-given talent to its max ability, right, to the, to the max. Instead, 
you know, he was great. He was phenomenal, but also he was gaining weight. He wasn't eating as well as he should be. He was going on vacation, which hey, that's okay too, right? I mean, you have to decide how you want to live your life. So Shaq was still, he was living his life the way he wanted to live it. But obviously that drove Kobe nuts. And that's why there will only be a Kobe and a Jordan, right? But I know it, it, it's easy for me to say that I always was a Kobe uh, supporter. But, man, I was always a Kobe supporter. I was like, take Shaq out. I was like, uh-uh. I like Kobe. I always, I mean, that's. I think that's from my early years of probably being getting into the smart section of parts where, like, I like Shaq, don't take me wrong. I would like to party with Shaq more than Kobe. But when it came to what they're actually doing, right, you don't want to party with anybody. You want Kobe. I was, I was full, full disclosure, always a Shaq guy. Shaq was my guy. I see it now. I can see, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty. I can see, man, Kobe just had that work ethic. He was committed. Shaq wasn't always... 100% in, but those, especially in those three championships, Shaq was just so dominant, and I, I just loved watching him in the paint. Like The dude was unreal because he had touch around the paint, and of course, his weight, even though a lot of people picked on it, it helped a lot because there was no one that could stand in his way. He just bullied everyone. So I, lo I love Shaq. I love Kobe. I love them both. But especially when I was, what, how old was I? Like seven, six, yeah, seven years old when they first won their championship. I was 100% a Shaq guy. Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Did you Actually, go to I was 100% a, a Mark Madsen guy, really. <laughs> the mad dog. Mark Madsen was the man. Uh, did you go to a parade? No, but I watched all of them on TV. I had posters of all the Lakers, Kobe, Shaq, Rick Fox, Ron Harper, Glenn Rice, Fisher, Derek Fisher. Yeah, I had it all. I had them all. I mean, I still have them somewhere. I don't have them up anymore, but growing up Los Angeles Lakers, you know, going for 3 Completing that three-peat, that was special. It really was. And um, definitely that was my favorite team, those those teams. Robert Ory, those teams were will always be my favorite basketball teams, no matter, no matter what happens from now on. Just because of that childhood wonder, you, you get to look at what we're talking about, sports idols. I, uh, larger than I still have my shirt that my brother bought. Uh, bought me at the parade in 2001 so that shirt is about oh, 19 19 years old and i still remember when he bought it uh, for me it was like the biggest shirt i ever owned and i just said ah, i'm just gonna keep it and, and never use it it fits really well now <laughs> <laughs> but um i still remember like if you went to that parade it was like staples center brand new staples center 2001 there was nothing but Staples Center there. Like, if you're a true Angelino and you were here around 2001, 
And if you went to downtown, it's like going to the ghetto, right? It's like you don't go to downtown. You don't do anything around downtown. And downtown was basically three buildings. And then if you went to Staples Center, there was nothing. There was one building in front of Staples Center, which is the one where they always put the the big signs now. And that was it. There was nothing else. So now if you go to a Staples Center, it's like full of buildings and things to do and blah, blah, blah. 2001, it was empty. Spots everywhere. Staples Center, the building that is in front of Staples Center now, where they put all the, the murals and walls. And that was it. There was nothing else in a two-mile radius. So. And now it's packed. There's a million things to do. Downtown LA is a pretty happening place. There are still places where you don't want to go down certain alleys, but for the most part, Staples Center and then the businesses that followed really helped bring downtown L.A. up up just a bit. So go businesses like Staples and, uh, you know, sports in general just helps a lot. Like the Rams moving to Inglewood and, you know, I think that's going to help a lot too. Clippers also moving out there just having sports in these different cities it creates economic growth and uh, i think you know a city like inglewood could really use it just like a city um like downtown la back in 2000 needed it i got my eye on you calling gets so distracted when talking about it I do. See, I'm, I'm not used to just this, this face, you know, looking looking at my, my partner over well, not FaceTime. Remind Skype. people that we are still on YouTube Live. And if you guys want to see our weird faces next week, all you got to do is subscribe to my channel. That is Jose de la Roca. So if you go and type www.youtube.com slash Jose de la Roca, that is my channel. And subscribe.